Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I've got another special episode for you um, of Tribe Transfer Talk. Today, I'm going to talk about the guys who transferred after the 2021-2022 basketball season, and those guys are Yuri Covington, Connor Cochera, Langdon Hatton, and Julian Lewis. This episode was um, heavily requested, so I wanted to, you know, get this out to y'all. And before we get into today's episode, I would like to uh, thank you all again for the support I'm getting on this podcast, Um, growing really fast across a lot of platforms. Also, I'd like to thank you all for 10,000 views on the last um, uh, Tribe Transfer Talk episode on YouTube. YouTube is at uh, the William Mary Scorch Podcast. Please feel free to go on there and look at some videos if you enjoyed the podcast. Um... But without further ado, let's get into this episode. So now that the 2022-2023 season has concluded for the Tribe, I wanted to take a look back and see where the four players who did transfer ended up and see you know, if they made the right decision by doing so. But before that, I'd like to say a quick thanks to uh, Bob Todd, uh, one of my grandfather's friends, uh, for gathering some of this information uh, really made it easier in uh, the process of kind of figuring out what I wanted to say. And so big thanks to him. But let's go into um, Julian uh, Lewis. So Julian was a freshman when he left. But, you know, let's take a look at his 2022-2023 season. So Julian transferred to Miami of Ohio where they went 12-20 and 20 overall. 6-12 and 12 in MAC play, and a loss in the conference tournament quarterfinals to a very good Toledo team. Um, so, stats-wise, um, took pretty heavy uh, decline. You know, averaged about five less minutes, two less points, and then one less rebound and assist, while averaging more turnovers. So, I think, you know, definitely didn't have a great year. Well, I wouldn't say he had a bad year. But he definitely had a worse year than he had at William & Mary. And, you know, I think it's not a huge move up in terms of prestige. And, you know, his his stats obviously took a heavy decline. But in hindsight, I think his decision to transfer wasn't that bad of a decision. Um, And you may be saying, what? Like, you know, he took a heavy incline. You know, Miami, Ohio may not be even that better than William & Mary, so on, so on. But I still think it was um, a good decision to transfer for him. Um, I, I think if he had stayed, he would not have gotten much playing time. Um, in hindsight, now that I'm seeing uh, the ball handler in Andres Nelson and uh, some other guys that did come in, and so I, I think he would have just ridden the bench um, a lot. And so, you know, I think in the long run, I think if he stayed – it might have made him a better player in the end, but that would take him riding the bench a lot. And I know players today will like to get playing time and will transfer to do that. So I think if he was the guy who wanted to kind of prove himself by playing even even through, you know, his his lower lower times as as a college basketball player, I think it was the right decision to transfer to Miami of Ohio, and I think he'll do a good job and continue to develop there. Now let's uh, take a look at Yuri Covington's 2022-2023 season. So uh, a little bit of a similar story here. In hindsight, he probably uh, would have 
I feel like, reached his peak if he had stayed. But, you know, in the long run, I think he'll get more playing time as a whole over at, um, over there. And I think he wouldn't have gotten much playing time as a whole um, this season. Um, so, Yuri Covington, he transferred to UMass Lowell. They went 26-8 and eight, uh, total and 11-5 and five in conference play with a loss in the American East Championship game to none other than powerhouse Vermont. But um, as as we saw with um, Julian Lewis, his numbers did take um, a little bit of decline in some areas. He averaged more points per game, uh, significantly less minutes, but more points, a um, little bit of less rebounds, a little bit of less assists, and obviously less um, turnovers. So, you know, not, not, not terrible. Um, I think he will get probably better opportunity there in terms of, you know, if he he might get to start next year. Um, I think, you know, it, w- it was probably a good decision to transfer because, like, if he had stayed, again, in hindsight, he would not really have played. Like, you saw Tyler Rice. He may have played over Tyler Rice um, this year, but, again, he would have been a backup to Andres Nelson and definitely will be a backup to um, – uh, the guy coming in, J- Jaden uh, Lemond. So, I think it was overall a good decision to transfer. But you know, you you got you got to recognize his numbers still went down in terms of production, even though he went somewhere you know probably notably less with less prestige and um, a conference with definitely less prestige as well. So that's something you got to recognize. Uh, now let's take a look at uh, Connor Cochera. So he transferred to Davidson. They went 16 and 16 overall and 8 and 10 in A10 conference play with a loss in the Atlantic 10 quarterfinals. So obviously here um I think you can see that he did a lot better um in terms of transferring to a better school um I think he obviously took a step up in terms of school prestige you know, uh, conference prestige as well. I think the A-10 is just is an overall step up from the CAA. So um, good job from him in terms of uh, playing well enough to get that offer. Now, in terms of his numbers, I think like everybody, they, they did take a decline. Um, his makes a little bit more sense because, you know, he uh, transferred to a higher-end school, and he was kind of like the main guy for William Mary last year. Um, I remember clearly remember him being a very good player on that, and um, you know, though he may have may have had a slight decline in his numbers, I think he that he the fact that he transferred up after having a train wreck of a season with um, a lower end team, I think. Um, I th- again, I think I think if he had stayed, he would have been a really really good player. But at the same time, and I think he would have started too this year as well. But at the same time, when when given an opportunity to go up to a much higher level and just you know go, go with your production to go down just a little bit, I think he had to seize that opportunity. And once again, I think he did make the right decision um, moving up um, to uh, the A10 and Davidson. So props to him. Um, but again, just like everybody we've seen so far, his numbers are significantly lower than they were at William Mary. So. I mean, though it does, it, it kind of does raise the question at the same time, like, 
was this the wrong move for all of, all of them, even though technically, you know, they may get more playing time or may may have transferred to a better conference or team. You know, I mean, facts are facts, and their stats all went down. But anyways, um, moving on to Langdon Hatton, our final uh, player on this list, and he transferred to Bellamere. Um, they went 15-18 and 18 overall, 9-9 nine and nine in conference play with a loss in the Atlantic Sun quarterfinals. Um, so Landon, Langdon, sorry, I don't really know how to pronounce his name, um, obviously a big guy, and you can you can see, you know, I, I think we all know Bellamere's a step down from William Mary. Conference definitely a step down, um, you know, in terms of his numbers. Um, they... So in terms of minutes, he got more playing time at William and Mary than he had, than he has gotten at Bellamere. Uh, he's had a little bit more production in some areas at Bellamere, but also at the same time less minutes, less playing time, more turnovers. Um, so you know, after reviewing ha- Hatton's season, I honestly think, consi- all things considered, that he made the wrong decision here. Um, I think you know, obviously he did do. Uh, better in some areas he also got but he also got less playing time he moved down in terms of team and conference um i you know again i think if he stayed like i don't there would be a question mark about the playing time but the fact that now ben white is leaving and we kind of have a question mark at the big man spot him being there and would what would be him as a junior i think would definitely be helpful for us um, and I think he would get a significant amount of playing time, especially with his defensive skills. So I do think, you know, he jumped the gun too early. Um, he, he he probably should have recognized at the time that he was one of only really two big men, and, and he was the guy who probably um, could have replaced Ben White at some point. So um, I do think he did not make the right decision overall. And just, again, now now that we've seen all players – um, been like this. I think we need to address the fact that everybody's numbers went down. Every single player um, who transferred from William Mary to their respective schools, their numbers went down. Whether their team was a step up or a step down, um, so that that tells you, you know, maybe this group could have been special if they stuck together a couple a couple extra years, and maybe maybe you know they'll, they'll go they'll have a breakout season next year. So, um, you know, I definitely think we should keep following these guys in terms of what they do away from the tribe, it, you know, and kind of following, like, the first first couple of years of the transfer portal really playing a huge impact in the game. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. And we'll, we'll also have to follow and see if any of these guys decide to hit the portal again after this year. Um, but... You know, honestly, really interesting to kind of look back and see where these guys ended up. And, you know, I think we come to the conclusion. I I said three of the guys made the wrong decision – or three of the guys made the right decision and one of them made the wrong decision. So, overall, now thinking about it, maybe, you know, some of these guys um, should have stayed. Maybe some of these guys were right in their decision. But, um, overall, just really interesting to see, you know, where they ended up and what they did. Well, that's going to conclude our episode today. 
Um, thanks so much for listening, and again, special thanks to Bob Todd for helping with stats and information. It really made this episode a whole lot easier. And um, shout out to All Eyes on Sports podcast. Um, again, I don't you y'all probably have no idea, but um, I did do a bunch of podcasts over there, and um, you know, just uh, again, really, really great stuff that my friend Preston does over there. So. I urge you to check it out, and I'll, his YouTube link will be in the description if you want to check that out on both Spotify and or wherever you're listening or watching this. Um, quick shout out to my socials. Uh, obviously, the YouTube is at the William Mary Sports Podcast. Spotify is the same thing, as well as Apple Podcasts. Um, Twitter is Evan underscore Mangin. Instagram is the William Mary Sports Podcast, and TikTok is the William Mary Sports Podcast. Um, you know, thank you so much for 10,000 views on uh, the previous video. Still growing there. 15K on YouTube, 20K on TikTok. Looking to grow on every platform. But overall, um, thanks so much for lis- listening to this episode. And look for an episode tomorrow regarding um, my bracket. And I'll be doing that with Preston. So you can check it out on both of our podcasts. Uh, thanks for so much for watching.